0: This is Cliffcentral.com.
1: They say the only guarantees in life are death and taxes. That is not true. It is death and change. Change, our constant companion, can bring wisdom and growth beyond expectation if embraced. Welcome to Change Matters, made just for you by BrightRock, provider of the first ever needs-matched life insurance that changes as your life changes. I am Ruda In this podcast, we talk about the changes children bring in our lives. You will meet Tracy Ingelbrecht, former teen mum, blogger, and author of The Girl Who Couldn't Say No. Joanne Strauss, former Mrs. A, entrepreneur, and media executive. Rapper and producer, Proverb. Professor Jonathan Janssen. Actress, presenter, and author, Bonnie and Bulli. Presenter, entrepreneur and sports junkie Graham Richards and creator of groundbreaking series Soul City and Heartlines, Dr. Garth Jafford.
2: <coughs>
1: Becoming a parent is one of the most life-altering experiences. For some, the event is a welcome occasion, for others, not quite. Tracy's entrance into parenthood was far too soon some may say she was only 15 considering that she was once a teenage mum, I had one question that is constantly asked are you ready to be a mother do you think that's the right question no
3: absolutely not it's the wrong question the wrong the right question is are you willing to be a mother Um, If you're ready, you've ticked your little boxes off, I've got my education, I've got my husband, I've got my job, I've traveled, I've done everything. Now I'm 37 and a half, and I have my house, and now I'm ready. Tick! doesn't mean you're going to wake up tomorrow being a great parent. Being willing means I've decided, no matter what situation I'm currently in, I've decided to say, right, this is what I have to do, this is what I want to do, and I'm going to do it to the very best of my ability. That is really all children ask of us, is to be our number one
1: priority. Professor Jonathan Janssen further adds to Tracy's sentiments. What does a child need growing up? What is the one essential?
2: It sounds a bit old, but it's love. Love means conveying a sense, in this case to a young person, that they are very deeply respected, heard, cared for, um, despite who they might be. And and once you get that message across, the rest is is relatively easy. But you don't start with discipline. You don't start with instructions. You start by giving a young person a sense that they deeply, deeply cared for. And once that happens, I have discovered over and over again, wherever I've worked, including with my two biological children, that um, that the rest is actually quite easy. And then, of course, they reciprocate.
1: Proverb went through a public divorce and through media scrutiny of his private life. One of his main concerns was that his children be protected.
0: I try and really protect my kids as much as I I can. You learn to to be disciplined. You learn to watch what you say, watch what you do, and constantly think about... You know, I'm gonna get a bit emotional. Uh, the kids are are the best thing to have ever possibly happened to me. You know, I've got two incredible kids, and they still amaze me every single day with with just who they are. And and I I almost wonder how it is that they they my children because they are so incredible. You know, Um so my kids change the way I think about every single thing. It used to be about day to day but because of them you have to think long term you have to think for them the decisions you make impact and affect them so it's about what 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 are you doing to to protect them and their future and also to leave the right kind of legacy and example for them because they're watching they see they, they you know they're not unaware of, of what you're doing on a daily basis
1: Like Proverb, Bonnie Mbuli's marriage also tanked, and she also talks about protection of the children in a very poignant way, protecting children from the inside when the marriage breaks down. You were quite open um, about the struggles during the marriage and then the divorce. Yes. How did you get through that? Because it's sore, it's deeply painful. It is very painful.
4: It is very painful. It just felt like a huge unplugging when everything fell apart. I mean, we have two children together, and we, we we were friends. We were always friends, more than anything. And so even when the, when everything was breaking down, we were ever so careful to just protect each other's hearts and to and to remember that we were going to be raising these kids for the rest of our mm-hmm. lives. And that um, we just never at any point wanted to look back and find that we just behaved in a way that we... Couldn't account for, because so we were just really kind to each other, and and still are, and, and very uh, careful to protect our children. Um, I I don't, I don't remember who said it, but they said, when the elephants fight, it's the grass that gets trampled, and it just completely, you know, turned my perception of what was happening from you know brought it to a different vantage point where for me it just became about protecting the grass, protecting the children mm-hmm. and understanding that and mm-hmm. having said that it doesn't mean it was easy in a walk in the park, it just means that we, we just navigated it mindfully and Sander's a great father so um, he's got so much to share with his children and they, and they make so many beautiful memories. I mean every holiday is this big adventure where they trek off into the woods and it's quite the jock and they also just you know, happy to go. They all have little sleeping bags and we we'll put up the tents together. I mean, I, I get sent pictures from their holiday and I'm like, wow, <laughs> how amazing, <laughs> you know. I, I didn't even have a childhood close to that and neither did he. So in the end, we just, I think we became better parents.
1: Joanne, with her busy schedule, took to being a parent like a duck to water but she didn't scoff at help offered. I've never been as tired
5: in my life, but I've also never been as happy. I'm fortunate to be able to work on occasion. I also think it's interesting when people say, yeah, oh, you're a stay-at-home mom, you don't really work. Stay-at-home moms actually work the most of any people that I've seen, and, and I'm trying to not be a stay-at-home mom, but even just the taste of stay-at-home momness ness it's quite <laughs> overwhelming. It is such a blessing to have a baby, and I'm absolutely enjoying every single moment. And I've been very fortunate to have a very hands-on husband. Um, he loves fatherhood. I think he's probably changed more diapers than I have. And. My my son is absolutely in love with with his dad. His first smile was for his daddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Going to have a shower is a is an absolute luxury these days. An uninterrupted shower. I will actually show my little repetitive strain thumb injuries. My husband joked that it's because I'm sitting on my smartphone, constantly scrolling, because that's the only way I can read these days. is little bite size um, articles. It is quite amazing to see how much time you have to invest. But again, the smaller they are, the more dependent they are on you. And I think I'm enjoying that. I think even when he starts to walk or is able to dish his own food into his mouth, I'm going to miss being the absolute go-to person for everything. But I've learned also that you do need to accept help. When friends offer, when they come round and they're like, you need to take a shower. Do you want to <laughs> hand the baby over? Say yes <laughs> when they offer to bring you something to eat for dinner because you're going to have takeaways for the fourth night in a row. Say yes, you know. So, yes, accepting help and sometimes realizing that you're not superwoman. My mom has been such an important figure in my life, especially now as as a new mom, and I realize now how much my mom loves me because I think of how much I love my boy.
1: Bonnie also had different insights into the love of her mum. And like Joanne, becoming a parent made her value her mother and their relationship more than previously possible.
4: I think one of the the notions that got shattered through my um, experience of just looking back on my childhood and and becoming a mother was just that, that thing that happens where mommy comes off the pedestal and is no longer just mommy because there's this, you know, all these ideas and... And associations that we make with someone being a mother, we just ideally expect them to be super human. Um, and then when they suddenly stop being just mommy and they have a name and their name is Bonnie Booley or Lizzie Booley, you realize they also had this whole life of being human. Mm -hmm. Things happened to them and they met people and they got hurt and they, um, they lived a whole life and, and that in your consideration of how you were parented, to take that into account and
1: And you suddenly can and i
4: suddenly yeah because i needed the same compassion now because i was a mother and feeling like oh my gosh am i even going to survive this and understanding that i i wanted to be accepted for who i was as much as i was daily attempting to be a better mother in any way that i could Mm -hmm. but i wanted to constantly be you know be
1: Recognized it, yeah, as a person as, a as, person well. as
4: well. So I, I did that eventually with my mother, and it just healed and fixed so many things.
1: Graham Richards couldn't wait to become a father and looked forward to the journey with his son without reserve.
6: I grew up without a father and had a mother that was very much a father figure and a mother figure and everything else, and, and did a, such an amazing job. So I've got, I really have. A lot of pressure to follow on that, that path of being an aware and emotional spiritual person. I want to be that for, for him, but there is something really cool about about knowing that it's a boy coming into the world and that I get to continue this amazing bloodline because there were some amazing men in my family and, and my father as much as I, I didn't get to know him I know that there were parts of him that, that were really amazing that he would have um, mm. that, that do deserve to be to be passed on. And that, so um,
1: what's the ideal father in your head?
6: I feel like everything that's had a positive influence on me in terms of my character it's been the worst stuff that's happened to me. So how do you impart those skills? How do you teach your son to be strong, to be empathetic, to be a, a compassionate person, to, to deal with pressure without having to go through those those terrible things? And I think a big part of that is going to have to be me letting go of the need to to control that space and I'm sure if he's anything like me or his mother he's going to be a crazy little um, yeah, face in the wind kind of guy um, always going to be a complete academic and rolling his eyes at the for the rest of his life like oh my god excuse my parents I'm so sorry um, but I can't wait I've, you've never heard a cheer um, but when the second scan um, came through and, and you've never heard such a cheer to a little scrotum ever even the doctor she she jumped on board and uh, just it's it's lovely I'm, I'm so excited and of course being a sporty guy I can mm. nap up the next like Fifteen years of everything we're going to do together.
1: For Garth Jaffert, instilling a sense of responsibility through setting a good example is key to his children's ability to contribute to a greater society.
7: I am very aware of the fact that one should not, don't do what I say, do what I do. And so trying to be the best role model for my, my kids I think will be more important than what I say to them. And it's something that I, you know, I, I believe very strongly in this concept of to whom much is given, much is expected. Mm-hmm. And I have been given much and um, my kids are getting a lot. And I think that they're very aware of their privilege in society and what that means in terms of being a contribution. Um, so I think both of them are showing signs of a future that is not just about themselves, but is about realizing that life is more about not just what's in it for me, but understanding that we have responsibility uh, Mm -hmm. to our planet, to our people, to our world.
1: Tracy's experience as a teenage mum helped her do exactly that, contribute to society in the best way she could. What made you decide to start your blog,
3: Young Mum Support? Over the years, I've had many people contacting me saying I was a teenage mom and I didn't have support and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And there was nobody out there offering the kind of support I would have wanted myself. Um, And there was nobody doing it the way I thought it should be done. So eventually I thought, well, I can't wait. I can't wait any longer for someone to come and tell me this is how it must be done. I'm just going to start.
1: For Professor Janssen, your children are not just the biological ones. He embraces his students, and the rewards are abundant. Your students are also, in a sense, your kids. Do you draw a line? Uh, You know, I'm involved to this point because I'm their educator, their teacher, but I uh, don't get... Too close personally or No no work? I get
2: I get very personal with the kids. I get into their lives. Um, okay. When we bought our home in Bloemfontein, the reason we bought it was it was big enough so that on weekends, you know, the students can play the pool in the summer or volleyball at the back in the winter and, um, and 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 come through the house, you know. So there are times my daughter's also or was a student at course and I have to tell you it's a scary thing when you wake up in the morning, you see students in your fridge that you didn't see when you went to bed, and they offer you something to eat, then you know you <laughs> might have gone too far. Not a day goes by that a student, particularly Afrikaans speaking students, are more religious and doesn't come into my office and sort of say, would uh, you mind if I just pray for you? It means so much to me in a busy day, which is not always easy, as you know. I I know of no greater blessing.
1: Thanks for listening to Change Matters, made just for you by BrightRock, the first ever needs-matched life insurance that changes as your life changes. Make sure you catch every episode of Change Matters.